me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Yes! Spencey, such a hot intro. Thank you uh, for creating that. You are a master of production and sound and music. Oh, welcome to the CJ Morgan Show. That's happening today. Of course, it is uh, election day. Get out, vote. Spencer, you did it. I did it, man. Uh, and you waited till the last minute, and you, right. you didn't have problems. Pretty easy. Yeah. For me, uh, I live in the Wells Branch area. So there's like three areas on Wells Branch, like near my house. So I was like, well, shoot, if one of them's like got a crazy line, I'll just go check the other ones. Yeah. Uh, the first one I showed up to took me, I think I, I, I checked the clock. It was maybe 1240 when I got there, and I was out by like 103. Not 23 bad. minutes most of the time of course spend in line but it was going fast man that's good those, I think it's it's it's, it's man those sweet old election workers sign. know what they're doing yeah they're, they're helping not uh, sure if it's a good sign or bad sign uh, that it's, uh, so. early voting turnouts slower than uh it has been for the some primaries. other uh crucial elections but yeah get out go vote yeah. and i know you're sick and tired of the emails the text people telling you to go vote guess what after today we don't then it's all the punditry and analytics like a like a sports game monday Oof. morning quarterback yay look only 12 percent of us voted Woo! But on this show, we have more important things to vote about, like the new Butt Rock Festival. Is it <gasps> Butt Rock or not? Are you in? I might be. We'll discuss that, plus a little bit of uh, actual real sports betting. That's going to be disappointing for either Matt, myself, and then Emily is going to get real and raw right here on the C.J. Morgan Show. Celebrating the four seasons. Well, today's not the greatest, but yesterday was for a more hilarious, I guess what you'd call a political gaffe in our nation. And uh, I want to do this in a nonpartisan uh, way because it is just hilarious no matter <laughs> what side of the aisle you're on. Yeah, man. Uh, yesterday was the historic date in which a press conference was called by uh, former Mayor uh, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, remembering, remembered for cleaning up New York, his yeah. uh, post 9/11. Yep, yep, and then well, post 9/11, just being the uh, the figurehead and the uh, uniting factor in New York City, uh, called a press conference at the Four Seasons, um, and I believe it was it for the president at the time, Donald Trump. Or was yeah, it just a... I think there was a little rally. I'm not sure, man. I'm, I think it was post... Was it have to do with election stuff? I don't think so, but... Point being, they did a press conference. Yeah. Uh, at the Four we Seasons. We should have researched this. But someone <laughs> who might have been an intern on the staff or a person that's not employed anymore or just a troll, uh, it was not at the Four Seasons. It was at Four Seasons Total Lawn Care and Gardening. Yeah, it's Total Landscaping, yeah. Instead of the Four Seasons like Hotel where they got like a Correct. nice conference room. So the bizarre thing here is instead of realizing like, oh, we screwed up, we cannot have a a, a press conference yeah. outside of a building that is not <laughs> meant for hosting people. They did it anyways. Right. They like, full on 
said, we're doing this damn press conference outside of the Four Seasons total landscaping. Uh, <laughs> hilarious, weird moment. And yeah. I don't care if you're a politician, a celebrity, a member of the media, whatever it might be. This was a screw up. There's it's no a, way to spin this. It takes a special type of stubbornness to just be like, nah, screw it. We rented the place out. Let's go. Was there a spin, though, that it was like, well, we're doing this for common man and common businesses? Oh, it wouldn't surprise I me. I, I don't know. I haven't been checking politics uh, out. It also gave us this hilarious viral TikTok where a uh, TikToker that uh, does a bit of um, punditry, I guess you could say, Whoa. on certain things, uh, kind of gave us the skinny of what was happening at the Four Seasons Total Landscaping press <laughs> conference. You guys, I know it's been a long day, but I really don't like that we're breezing over. Oh, oh no. Let's go again. You but. guys, I know it's been a long day, but I really don't like that we're breezing over the fact that yesterday Trump said they were holding a huge press conference at the Four Seasons Hotel and then they accidentally. <laughs> okay, get it out. <laughs> Got the wheeze cough. I get they it. Accidentally Sounds like my dog, Mr. President, wheezing. Mr. P. Booked at a place called Four Seasons Total Landscaping and Rudy Giuliani. Wow. <laughs> Can't you get it out? Damn. Man, I, do you remember where you were when uh, <laughs> Rudy Giuliani gave a speech at Four Seasons Total Landscaping? Yeah, dude, I was, uh, I was at work, and I was just like shook my head, and I was like, ah, this can't be real. I, what's happening? We're living <laughs> in an alternate dimension. November 7th, 2020, four days after the uh, presidential election, Rudy Giuliani, uh, and uh, who I believe was then attorney for uh, President Trump, hosted a press conference at Four Seasons Total Landscaping uh, near uh, Northeast Philadelphia. The event was held at the company's garage door and parking lot to discuss <laughs> the status of uh, uh, the President Trump's legal challenges to a ballot counting process in the state. Um, so that's where they had it. This is a great photo of it. Yeah. All all the people they they managed to put a bunch of stickers on the garage. They had the podiums, the mics. So they, you know, at least they got the audiovisual stuff set up. Because I've been to many a weddings where they've said, "Hey CJ, can you run to the radio station and get us a PA?" Really? So they wow. had that down. But there you go. Today in history, we celebrate one of the more hilarious political gaffes uh, to have ever happened in our fair country. <laughs> can women pee with a tampon in? And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Another one of the many viral things of the internet this weekend. Uh, ladies asking dudes how much they actually know about their bodies. It's social cues where the internet translates to great radio stuff. Yes. Happy uh, vote day. Make sure to go out and vote because um, this woman here on TikTok uh, on a channel called Roe v. Bros. <laughs> it's, it's, it's That's cute. good. It's cute but sad but cute. Uh, she went viral for walking around and asking a bunch of random men questions that about like women's bodies like it's just very common questions um to see how they would answer and i guess just to make a statement about you know voting and that there are men that are choosing what to do with their bodies so but i think it's hilarious because um you know could have been something that they just they cut around to make it seem like this but men are dumb y'all are stupid i'm yeah, sorry no kidding, dude i know that uh here let me pull up the clip for you real fast so you can listen here we go and trigger warning, we are going to talk medical things here on the radio, so if you have a kid in a car that you don't want to answer a bunch of questions to, just tell them to put their hands over there and go, la, 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 la. All right, Emily, hit play. Welcome to another episode of Roe v. Bros, the game show where we find out how much men know about women's bodies. Can you pee with a tampon in? 
think you gotta take it out. I've seen the little tampon trash cans in the uh, bathroom, so mm -hmm. probably why. Why are there different types of tampons? different sizes of vaginal cavities. Oh, Guess how many tampons would one use for their period on average? One? Or two? I think one, to be honest, one. And it, they put them inside. Those. Yeah, so to answer those questions for anybody who yeah, might not know. I've um, had roommates that are female my entire life. Yeah. Several long-term relationships. I, I don't know the answer to all that. I definitely really? know. I've shopped for tampons before for both Dang. girlfriends and roommates, so I know uh, that there are different phases throughout which you need different ones. You need multiple ones. But going to the restroom, I would think you have to change it. What do you think, Spenny? Uh, I don't think so. I know where the urethra is located, so. All right. Oh, What's the answer? You don't need to okay. necessarily, but I, I also have never worn one myself, nor have I seen it. Yeah. So it's like I know there's a, there's a piece there for you to be able sure. to pull things out, not to get too... Graphic. No, no, this is all this is all science, and that and that's the whole point is people yeah. should know this, especially if you are voting against women's bodies. Uh, can you so tinkle with the tamp? You can totally tinkle with the tamp yes. easily. It's because it's a different, different area. place. Different yeah. yeah, it's a completely yeah. different place. The second question that she asked uh, was, why are there different sizes? Um, so the answer is not because of the Dem different. Yeah, don't, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, um, but it's because there's different days where there's a different amount. Well, yeah. And heavier. That, yeah, yeah, heavier. Yeah. Sometimes you have a lighter They're flow. even labeled that. And yeah. then there's also multi-packs. Exactly. And then uh, the final question or that she asked that we featured on here, how many tampons do women use ah. for their period? How see, much do you think? See, I have no idea on that one. Um, yeah. Jeez. Um, I don't even know how many comes in like the average size box. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, I would say if it's a four or five day thing, I would go eight to ten. Okay. Um, so according to them, people use about 20 tampons per menstrual cycle. Okay. Really? Yes. And that's just an average. So you, yes, I'm and sure that's just average. It could be higher yeah, or lower, yeah. but uh, around Damn, and they're 20. really expensive. Yeah, they're oh. super expensive. Uh, um, no wonder people are complaining about a pink tax or <laughs> things like that, you know? Yeah, I just think it's really funny, and, and I, I think it's, like telling I said. Telling of where we're at. It when... is telling of where we're at, but again, I know that she probably has edited some things out. Maybe there are some men out there that do know the answers, but it is it is kind of a funny little thing to, to just realize, hey, maybe we should <laughs> think about this more. Maybe we should have sex ed in Texas yeah, or in, or, in classes. Know, everywhere. <laughs> or, you know, everywhere. That, that, would be, that would be fantastic. Also, like, this whole thing's weird because let's just start, and I'm not going to get too political here, but I will yeah, say no. with the abortion issue, that didn't become a big thing. Only Catholics cared about it. Catholics mm -hmm. typically voting Democrat uh, historically. It didn't become a big thing for the Christian right until Jerry Falwell used it as a wedge issue to found the moral majority and start having evangelicals become more of a big influence on on political parties, specifically the Republican Party. And that's when it be it was a manufactured thing. It was right, literally sure. a wedge issue to give power to the right, They're which they've had dominantly since there. then. Yeah. Uh, point being, now we know that tampons, uh, you got to have a lot of them. Yeah. And a see, lot. And look at that. All you have to do is tune into the radio and you can, you can learn some things. It's easy as that. Or a quick Google search. Or just, you oh, yeah. know, or just, just like, ask go a vote. woman. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Let him get frustrated. Glad you're in back to the parent pickup. Only a few more weeks of educational learning until. 
vacation. That's right. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you've noticed this, CJ, but uh, we have been doing this thing, Parent Pickup. And ostensibly, it's supposed to be for parents of kids. But I don't know if you noticed this, but I've snuck in a whole lot of stories that kind of apply to bum, everyone, bum, bum, everybody, right? And I wanted you to listen carefully because this one might be directed at people that aren't just parents in the pickup line. Doggo dads like myself. Uh, even more important. And you'll know when I get there. <laughs> uh, how do you teach uh, your kids uh, perseverance? How to not give up quickly? How to not quit? Uh, number one, let them get frustrated. It happens with a lot of parents. You see your kids having a hard time with something. You love your kids. You want to help out. So you reach in to help them. It's also easier sometimes just to do the work for them. That way you don't deal with the stress of them and you. But right. what does that do in the long run? Well, in the long run, it creates those people in our office who constantly are like, not contributing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're like, oh, someone else will handle this for me. We're trained them. That, well, if it's frustrating, just wait and somebody else will do it. And guess what? In most Ooh, workplaces, so that is what happens. Yeah. How often are you and I running around here on a weekend on our day off trying to fix something that somebody else dropped Spencer the ball on? Spencer having to find something that a salesperson knows where they're located, but no, he has to do it instead. Yeah. yeah. So uh, give us the skinny. Uh, well, that's part of it. I just also, uh, one of the big things in fostering this kind of growth Mindset, praise effort, not results. You're not really interested if your kid gets first, second, or third. I mean, that's a lesson to teach. It's important. It feels good to come in first. And this isn't about everyone wins a trophy. It means like, hey, you actually worked and tried. Right. If your child puts in effort. Sometimes you have to be honest and say, hey, one of the reasons you didn't get a trophy is because other kids put in more effort or maybe just flat out had more talent in that particular thing. But the idea is to teach your children that they should feel good about Leave the process. Leave it all on the field. Feel good about the fact that you're contributing and you're working hard. I mean, I think, honestly... A lot of times you and I, we joke around about this business and all that, but we have fun on the show and we leave here feeling good about it, even though we haven't done a good show ever. That's true. <laughs> See what I did there? You got Spencer? us. Spencer? I, I burned us. Oh, I man. burned us. But the most important thing I saw in this uh, little article about things uh, that were really important, man, this one. Whew. Very important. Are you ready? Teach positive self-talk. Yeah. When things I've, aren't I've going right, you, when things aren't going yeah. right, uh, do you know anybody in this room that when things aren't going right starts calling themselves a stupid, stupid idiot? Hitting or themselves in the head. Hitting themselves in the head, uh, throwing things, going, you don't even deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying myself. to chastise your parents, but I'm not sure that anyone in your family, or really my family for that matter, grew up with the knowledge of teaching the activity of positive Self-talk. He's already stalking you. Stalk back at the CJ Morgan. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 101X. Where to party with your favorite politicians on election day. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. Yes, it's election day and nothing makes it more fun than a watch party. I do believe you're into that sort of thing. Uh, So get out and go have fun and watch at one of these places around the Austin area. Black Star Co-op. Yummy burgers. Good brews. Uh, They're going to be having the projection results live and offer dollar beers for people with voting stickers. So, Spencer, you can go. (gasps) You have your sticker. I I do. I have three, so that means I get three three dollar beers per order. I got the cool new one, though. I know. I have the old school one. Yeah. 
Uh, Taco Flats on Burnett Road is going to be hosting a watch party for ISD Board of uh, Trustees Director for candidate Catherine Whitley Chu. Party starts at 7. They'll have little bites and tacos. Uh, Tigress Pub on North Loop having a full-on watch party with brisket sandwiches and more. And uh, specials if you voted as well. County line. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. Uh, the Travis mm-mm. County Republican Party will be hosting its official election watch party there. Uh, RSVPs going for only 10 bucks right now. Goes oh. until 10.30 p.m. Vic and Owls will be hosting uh, for Austin City Council District 9 candidate Ben Leffler. You can also go to the wheel. Love the wheel. Wheel's a good place. Had a lot. Had way too much late night fun. Down at the wheel, uh, current city council member, I believe she's District One, I think Natasha Harper Madison, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, uh-huh. The districts confuse me. They shouldn't. I just I know pressed a bunch of random things when I voted. That's what you should do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's <laughs> District One. Point being, uh, she's going to be at the wheel. That seems like the coolest place to to hang out, uh, if you ask me. Uh, free RSVPs, specials for food and drinks. Uh, Stephen F. Austin Hotel, the Texas Democratic oh. Party, and the Travis County Democratic Party uh, hosting the official watch party at this new location this year. Several candidates will be in attendance. Starts at 7 o'clock. It's free if you RSVP. You want to go to Hotel Vegas, another cool place to hang? Hell yeah. Cocaine. Uh, I mean... No, that's, sir. That's, that's not a, today. Singing to Clapton, that's all. Uh, Greg, song. is a song. Greg Cesar is hosting his watch party. He is running for uh, uh, Congress, um, so you can go and hang out there. RSVP is also made online. That's kind of the thing with this. A lot of RSVPs. RSVPs. The Grackle. Damn, yeah, there's some bitch. good places to hang yeah, out. Yeah, man. These are some good dives. I, know. I haven't been to a Grackle in a minute. Uh, Texas State Democratic candidate Robert Welsh having the election party uh, at the East Austin Bar starting at 6 p.m. Uh, mayoral candidate, and I believe she's a uh, on the House of Representatives, uh, Cecilia Israel, doing a watch party at the Luster Pearl. There is a free RSVP online. We'll give you the website for all this afterwards. Opal Divines, Austin Grill. Whoa. Thought they closed them all. They didn't. No, this is the Penfield one, I do believe. That's still ah, I around. See, I see. Uh, Libertarian Party of Travis County doing their watch results uh-huh. at the bar starting at 7. No RSVP. Little Darlin, another good bar. Damn, dude. Down south, uh, Austin ISD Board of Trustees District 6 candidate Andrew Gonzalez hosting a watch party from that bar until 10.30. Music, bingo, games, and a mariachi band. Oh, dude, yeah. You cannot beat that. So Man. you can find all these places. This actually sounds... I was disappointed at first because to me it's become such... More of a sporting event. Sure. And my team versus your team and bragging and weird stuff. Yeah. But some of these seem like they're pretty fun. And uh, wherever you want to go, whatever part of town or political affiliation you have, or whatever candidate you support, go to austin.eater.com, and they've got the the entire list of uh, watch parties to where if you want to go hang, watch your favorite candidates. Me, I'll be not watching from home. Yeah, I'm just going to be sitting in my room with my fingers plugged into my ears, rocking back and forth. Yeah, I'm going to wait. I don't know. It's not happening. (laughs) Much like fantasy football or the lotto, I'm just gonna wait if someone texts me. Yeah, uh, CJ, did you see what happened? Dude? Yeah, yeah. I'll just and I'll ignore that and then stress over yeah, it yeah, and yeah. look at Twitter all night. <laughs> oh well, doom scroll, baby. Doom scrolling. There it's you go. It's gonna keep us alive. Go hang out with your favorite uh, politicians at one of your favorite restaurants. Make sure to tip well because it's probably gonna be a bit of a stressful evening. What an exciting weekend for sports! Actually, it was. I enjoyed watching a lot of upsets in college football. Uh, Astros won the World Series. That was fun to watch when uh, you're not invested in a team. Even though um, 
Matt, quick question. Uh, last year when my Braves won the World Series, what did I text you? Uh, oh, that's I, right. I didn't text you anything because I'm not an asshat jerk. Whereas after I told my fiance, congratulations, I bet your grandmother's in heaven happy. I texted my friend and I was like, hey, dude, congrats. And I was like, all right. I even retweeted, congrats, Astros, you won. I get a text like, as I'm going to bed, already feeling sick from Matt Bearden that says, congrats to your Braves. Can I tell you something? What kind of douche move is that? I mean this honestly wow. from the bottom of my heart. Congrats that they lost to the Phillies in the first round. We're going to the Astros. I want to tell you something, and I want you to listen to me. Saturday was the UT, very close UT game. And yeah, I three had points some, in the second half. Great and job, I had Texas. some uh, cocktails, and then I went and watched the remainder of the uh, Astros World Series, and I had a couple of cocktails. And the text that I sent to you, I just found out just now from you that I sent it, apparently. Oh, really? I have no recollection Dude, of that uh, whatsoever. Hey, you haven't done that in a minute. So that is, that's not me. That's not me that sent that. That was a guy who the evil that lives within. probably thought about maybe he was going to send an, a text to an ex-girlfriend or something and said, we're just like, I'm going to tell CJ good to you. <laughs> yeah, I have no recollection yes. of that whatsoever. In fact, that's actually you, kinda hilarious. did you really send that to me? I mean, did I send that to you? You did. And then I looked at it and I was going to text a joke back and I was like ah no I'm, I'm. and then like he, it had the dots under like Matt was looking to still, see what it, yeah he was the dots still are still going here, yeah. he was still talking trash well no I probably fell asleep on the sofa at that moment <laughs> yeah I I've, no, I didn't know that good that sports weekend though yeah. I mean a little disappointed uh, Texas did win uh, with three points in the second half absolutely <laughs> weird strange they were up 31 to 10 did not do that. They play TCO, TCU at home this weekend. College game day is going to be there. We'll see how that goes. Astros, congrats on that. You did a good job. Uh, Philadelphia Union losing, however, in the uh, the MLS uh, Cup to LAFC, which was absolutely fantastic match to watch. Did either you watch that? One of the best soccer finals ever. I, I did ever. watch it, and but I didn't. I can't say that I loved it. Loved it. It's tied one to one. All right, and then. LAFC in the second half scores. You're like, oh man, this isn't good. Then three minutes later, Philadelphia scores. Tied 2-2. Two to two. Then we go all the way into extra time. Tied 2-2. Two to two, And something crazy happens. Uh, uh, Philadelphia on a breakaway. They're going to score here. It's just the keeper and the forward. Suddenly the keeper, Maximilian Crepier, a uh, potential starter for Canada, rushes out of the box. Goes for the ball. Makes a bad play. Uh, fouls, and it's clear, like, this is a red card. This is definitely red. It's not a penalty uh, kick, but it, but it's a red card. He breaks his leg, possibly, or rolls his ankle back during this. So their starting keeper is out of the game. They're down to 10 men. They put in the backup keeper, uh, and it's like, oh, this is all over. On top of that, uh, LAFC subbed out their three best offensive guys, including uh, Vela, Acosta. Uh, um, they're done. They're done for the day. Uh, then in extra time, there's nine minutes of extra time, 124. Philadelphia Union scores. Also, they have the best keeper in the MLS, Andre Blake. No way LAFC is coming back. Their fans are throwing water bottles, trash onto the pitch. It's over. 128. There's one minute left in extra time. Philadelphia is ready to hoist the trophy there. MLS champs upsetting LAFC at home. Gareth Bale, the European Welsh star who's only on this team to get ready for his last World Cup, scores, sends it to penalties. Blake, the How long best. is this story? It's almost over. Okay. Whew. Because when we come back for the sports bet, it's oh, not God. fun.
MLS best keeper Blake stops the first penalty. Then you have Philadelphia's absolute best, the guy, the Hungarian who had scored the goal earlier, slips and falls when he shoots, cranks it over. LAFC 3 0 to Philadelphia. Uh, their backup keeper was the MVP. He won everything. He's great. Thanks, Coming man. up, things that aren't so great. This is kind of sort of in sports. All right, sorry I bored y'all so much with the one of the best <laughs> MLS games ever in the championship there. You might have gotten a little deep in the weeds there, man. I did, and I also lost confidence halfway through. Oh, well, that always helps in telling the story. Well, I told it better on the sports show because I actually had Jason people hooked into not oh. knowing. But now... Thanks for bringing your reruns over here. <laughs> we both do it, man. I'll listen back to their podcast, yep. and I'm like, he told me the same joke. Yeah, I know. We did the same story. It's BS. Yeah, we all do. We uh, all do. It's the business. It's easy. Oh, what's not easy is the sports bet. Matt, I do believe, is up 4-1 overall. Maybe 5-1. Five, one. One. Five, one. five to 5-1 on the year. I got to buy Matt dinner at the end. And there's a holdout. There's one tiebreaker, and Matt wins again. That's, I don't even care about this week. <laughs> What's pretty awesome <laughs> is that had I not landed on that minus two, I'd be at 7-1. to one. That'd be sweet, wouldn't uh, it? Oh, yeah. I'd feel really good. Oh, wow. Yeah. How do we do this week? Let's look at some results. You, you won. I don't know, man. I don't care. Oh, come on. Let's not be that way. Let's read through the okay. results. Let's give the exact let's, details. Let's grade these live on air. Uh, Phoenix versus the 76ers because I did an all Philadelphia version of this because uh, when we did the bets Friday, uh, Philadelphia had a chance to win the Triple Crown, three major sports titles, uh, two of which were on the line. I like, too, that you even asked me some questions, and I didn't find out until this weekend that apparently you asked me questions about the stuff that had happened the night before and I wasn't paying attention to. <laughs> yeah, well, I also forgot that, too. I asked you Texans versus Eagles. You chose the Eagles. Eagles had already won. Yeah, yeah I, I did a pretty good job with that one. It was a funny I don't thing know, why, is, why did I do that? Like, I don't know, but I didn't, even, I didn't know they had won, so you actually, I mean... Well, yeah, but I I should have just said no. Anyhow, uh, Phoenix versus the 76ers. Matt chose the 76ers. You chose wrong. Point CJ. Uh, Ottawa taking on the Flyers. Uh Uh-oh, Ottawa, a Canadian team. Flyers and Gritty. Let's see the results of that score. Matt chose the Flyers. Matt gets that point. Matt is now up two to one. Yay. Yeah, it's feeling good. LAFC, Philadelphia <laughs> Union. We already all right, let me tell you what happened in that one. No, so, we already went through uh, this. Goes to Philly Don't do it again. LA uh, Philadelphia Union, Andre Blake, the greatest keeper in the MLS, stops the first one. Spencer, then you have Phil. Help me out. Tackle him. Oh, LAFC no, oh. one three three and penalty kicks three to zero point Matt. Oh, That's okay. Matt three, CJ two. Uh, will the Astros win the World Series? Yeah, they did. Yay, Matt, you win again. What's my punishment? What do I? What, what do you want? Spank him. Let's Give drop him a big some old raw spanking. Plinko chips. Oh no! Because do you want to know what I think your punishment should be this week? What? You have to do the bets now. No, something I think is very difficult for you. Uh oh. Something up. I think it's going to make you very uncomfortable. I kiss my fiance on the mouth. Something I think is going to be difficult for you, but it, you need to I learn stop how DMing to do. Stop your wife when you go to bed. I want you to go look at a mirror. And say, hey, man, I really like what I see. You're a good person, and you work hard. Ooh, damn, dude. And you try hard, and that's really what counts. Because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. I mean, I could make you you kick something through a hoop, or I could make you wash your own face with a shoe, or whatever it is you do to me, but (laughs) I just want you to love yourself, man. You know what I just imagined? Is I'm doing that like when Ed Clements is in there just releasing a beast, and he's in there just 
hey, buddy, what are you doing? Because, <laughs> you know, there's there's people in this building that use the bathroom, and I'm in there like, right. you're beautiful, you're smart, right. you know, things are difficult right now, but they're going to be okay, and you're going to feel such a sense of relief once you get through this tough time. Thanks, buddy. Oh, thanks. Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like this. Let's do it. Oh, we should start planning where we're going to go to this dinner. The new God of War is here, and guess what? It's great. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. The video game section of the Nerd Report, uh, the God of War game is going to be released tomorrow. Already Mm. critics are saying it's incredible. Um, Yes. Spinny... I haven't, I haven't looked at like uh, in-depth reviews because I don't want anything potentially to get spoiled. spoiled. Yeah. Well, they, don't, yeah. they, they have spoiler-free reviews, but they're still, I wouldn't quite call them spoilers. I still want as much, not necessarily mystery, but I want to be as surprised as possible, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I've just heard it's really good, and they, and they conclude basically this sort of story, I believe, that it's going on with the Norse mythology stuff. Yeah, essentially. Because it's Ragnarok. That's the title, which is the end of the world in the Norse mythology stuff, too. So I'm freaking stoked, man. And that's I how- really loved the 2018 version. I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did, and it made me feel like a kid again. That's uh- the first time since I was like eight or nine playing a video game with such wonder and like stuff Aww. in my hope and stuff in my heart to where the story is going and the gameplay and all that so I'm stoked much like me in Red Dead I hated it yeah. it was so boring and then it turned into one of my favorite games of all time uh, the Ragnarok God of War was one that every friend suggested I should play so I bought it I played it and uh, the 2018 the, version yes the yeah. other day and so essentially what happens is the God of War is now uh, he escaped and moved to, you know, the... This is the one with the kid, too, right? Correct. With, with his child. His he has a son, son. Wife dies. He escapes to the north. And then they end up getting discovered and have to fight their way out and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's like, CJ, this is great. You're going to love it. It's so amazing. I bought it. I loved it. I enjoyed it. And then I had a 45-minute to an hour fight with some guy. And after that, I was like, that took it's way too long. It's ruined. I'd lost all my steam after that. And you then every time I. lower the difficulty. There's every, no shame in that. I know. But every time I picked <laughs> it back up to move on, I was like, eh. Oh. Eh. So apparently, what my friends are bitching at me, they're like, dude, you haven't even got off the plateau. That's when it gets better. Much like when I told friends who played Red Dead Redemption, I was like, get out of the mountains, start your camp, and then it's going to pick up. Just it opens do that. Up a bit, yeah. It opens up incredibly, and that's yeah, it apparently wasn't until here. that part it opens up that I started that having the sensations where I felt like I was a kid again. Now that there's a mm-hmm. very first fight that's really epic, I think you remember. Yeah, <laughs> where it they're takes at the forever. cabin. It's crazy. Oh, it you didn't beat that forever. one? <laughs> I did beat it. Okay. I beat it, but it took forever. And I was like, this is boring. Like, I'm now upset because he kept coming back every time I'd kill him. And it's like, great. <laughs> it's like the I'm first fight in the game. Fight this dude again. <laughs> and uh, wow, I just man. dropped. Also, I haven't beat Ghost of Tsushima yet, so that's higher on my queue. But I guess I got to switch and do this now because it's oh, it, it's saying it's incredible. And it did look fun. It did look good. But I just. Well, just wait. Just wait till you're done with it. On your own time. I, didn't I get... also still have Skyrim. I have to finish. Oh God! See. Oh my God! Skyrim. Yes, the old Skyrim. I'm still in that. <sighs> I have You're a like daughter me. and then a couple of houses. You're like me. It's hard to finish video games. I get so distracted, and then I pick up a new one. And I'm like, wait, I didn't even finish the first I'll one. I either yeah. get really, really into it, and I'll binge, and then I won't play games for months. Yeah. And then it's hard to get back into it. Dude, yeah. yeah. I did that with the Ghost of Tsushima game. I was like halfway through. I was stoked. Then I put it down for a bit and played something else, and, and now I'm like all lost. Your moves. I'm like, oh no, I don't know where I am in the story. I don't know what's happening. Like, ah, it sucks so bad. I don't want to restart though because I already spent like 
a lot of time on it. Yeah. So, look, yeah. here's here's my suggestion. Which Take it your gets time. released tomorrow, correct? Uh, God of War? Yeah. Yeah, it's Wednesday, baby. I believe. Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> this is just the Sometime, nerd report. at some point. It's but, probably um, released. Uh, just take your time with it. I didn't get the 2018 one until like 2021 and played it. Like, I just I wasn't that interested, and then I eventually got it. It was on sale. Loved it. So, I mean, I might even do that with God of War Ragnarok when, it, when it's coming out. I'll just wait, maybe upgrade to the next console generation. Yeah. And So, this is a TV show. No, this is no. a game. It's a video game, Emily. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I got lost. Jesus. I got lost for a second. I don't know video games. Well, now you do. Okay. I also, uh, uh, when I was younger, I'd played this in Assassin's Creed, and I didn't really pick up on either, but I always confused both of them. Yes, I get confused, too, so easily. Okay, Clearly. so I should play So there you go, the new hit TV show, <laughs> no, God no, of War no. Ragnarok. The face. Wait. The mustache. The Boston. CJ Morgan. I think I heard the smoothest dad joke that I've ever heard in my entire life. And, you know, that that dad, he wins. Was it Nick from The Morning X? It was not. He's okay. not a dad. Oh, oh well, but he, he still has some good, good dad, dad jokes. jokes. No, no, So no, it's no. The Leftovers, the segment of the day where if Emily didn't talk about something on The Morning X, we get what's left, which is usually the dad joke or lower versions. Yeah, but aw, you, you, you're, you no, strike me as a type... Good, this is I, a good one. I know you have a pap you love. You have a bunch of older guys you work with. Um, yeah. So dad jokes, it seems like you'd get sick of them. Um, I do not get sick of dad jokes, but that's mainly because internally I am also a dad. I'm mm. a mother. I'm a father. I am a child. You're a bitch. You're a lover. I'm a lover. You're a yep. sinner. You're a I'm saint. A sim- I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. Yep, exactly. I'm an everything inside. And I appreciate a good you're dad joke. You're every woman. Yeah. You're every woman. Every woman, every man, every person in between. That is me. Mm. And I really do enjoy dad jokes because I think that there is no... If you can't appreciate the lowest of low comedy, then you can't appreciate the highest of high comedy. And can I get an amen? Amen. 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 Uh, so whenever this uh, past weekend I went camping and, you know, one of my favorite parts about camping is every time that you see some other camper, you always have to do the acknowledgement, like nod and the Got like. Got any fish today? Yeah. How's and the wave and be like, howdy. You know? Yeah. And, and so we, I was having a great time chumming it up with all of my neighbors and um, I was sitting with my group of friends around the campfire and this dad, it looked like this dad, this mom, and then their son, who looked like he was probably around college age. Uh, They were walking their dog past us and it was a super, super cute um, corgi. That's what it was. It was a corgi. Little chunks. And so all of us were like, oh my God, we see this corgi coming up. Oh my gosh, we want to touch the dog. It's got that dumper. We love the dog. Yeah, and we're like, oh, he's so cute. Like she looks so, he looks so fluffy. Aww. We we should ask to pet him, and so we were kind of getting nervous. And they started walking by us, and so my friend goes, "Oh, hey, um, what's his name?" And the dad, without even thinking, like he didn't even stop for a pause to think about this joke, he turns and he pats his son on the back, and he goes, "Oh, his name's John." <laughs> ah, good job. And all and we were like Absolutely. all a group of girls yep. that were Love around it. his age and the son looked mortified. Certified Absolutely dad. mortified. And the dad goes, ha, 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 ha,
ha, ha. Sorry, her name is Trixie. And we were like, oh, yeah, sorry, we met the dog. We didn't. That's and cute. then it was I this like whole it. awkward thing where we we're like, is the dad trying to set us up with his son? Like, mm. do we ask more questions about John? Because we don't really care about John. We mm. care about Trixie. We want to touch John her fluffy though? little butt. He looked young. Okay. He looked like yeah. he wasn't okay. even 21 no, dad yet. Dad knew what he was doing. Yeah, no, yeah. Setting us up his dad, joke. dad knew he wanted but to slightly annoy the son yes. and also make you guys roll your eyes well, a little. Yeah, dad like, oh, yeah. <laughs> wasn't that the best? He didn't even he didn't even think about it. But it didn't seem nope. like this was a joke he said often. It just dad naturally mode. just came out of him to be like, "Oh, what's his name?" His name's John. Gave him a big pat on the back. <laughs> no, the dog. Oh, oh, the dog's name is Roxy. Well done. Isn't that good? I thought that was Certified sweet. Certified dad. That made me look at that and go, man. John's never kissed a girl, unlike Roxy, if she's like, if she's like licking y'all as you're petting him. Oh, uh, uh, you're thinking of more dad he's jokes to his add fur to it? as well. <laughs> Just like, shut up, dad. Uh, he's good on a leash, too. Oh, there you, <laughs> there you yeah, go. That wouldn't be weird if a dad said that. <laughs> dad, let's go out of here. I'm hungry. But, Hi, hungry. Oh, my God. I'm yes. dead. I, Shut I, up. I love it. I love all the dad jokes. And it made me feel nostalgic because my dad, yes, it is annoying, but my dad is the type of person where we'll be at a restaurant and he'll clear his whole plate and the waitress will come over and he'll go... Oh, it was awful. It was terrible. Take it back. Ha, 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 yeah. Ha. And the waitress always rolls their eyes and go, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, like they haven't heard too, that a million times. Because I learned times. doing this stuff from my dad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dads are great. That sometimes. was great. It was the best dad joke ever. And John, if you're out there, man, I hope that you can find a nice lady. I, I hope that your dad can find you a nice lady <laughs> in the future. <laughs> New music festival is in the works. Not to be outdone by the uh, emo palooza, as Jason Dick calls it. Uh, another nostalgic Las Vegas festival just announced. And man, it's got some good names. Dude. And it has some bad names. Dude. And then a few confusing names. It's called the Sick New World Dude. Festival, May 13th, 2023, in Las Vegas Festival Grounds. Uh, details 101x.com. We're going to go through some of the list and talk about it right now because it does look like a lot of fun. It's oh. a lot of nostalgia. Nostalgia. It's been called a new metal festival. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, a butt rock festival mm. or an angsty young teen discovering himself festival, hey, as man, you and I. That's when a lot of these bands were uh, having their, their hits, bruh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when we were youth. Let's go man. through it. Uh, your headliners, System of a Down. Woo! All about that. Yeah, Still baby. into System of a Down. I like them a bit. They, I feel like they. they haven't released any terrible albums. So, I mean, it's a matter of opinion, but. I thought all of them were pretty decent. Yeah, they had, uh, I mean, their Chop Suey launched them into massive stardom. That music video was cool as hell. And then I also remember during the uh, Iraq War when the entire United States was pro, let's go and invade Iraq, they released BYOB. And uh, became a little bit unpopular in the American media, cool, uh, because like they it. were they were kind of trashing, but still really good songs, good music. I'm down for that. Corn, corn, yeah, no problem with corn. Nope. Uh, I don't know why either. It my, seems like a band I would have hated, but I never did. I didn't either, man. They were they were I one like, of the. I wouldn't even call them a guilty pleasure. I just liked corn. I like before, the, the scat. My sister. 
She was more into you know it than I was, and she was very scatty like that. She had the Jinkos, the black everything. Oh, I almost cussed. <laughs> but I would, I, dude, I would listen to them before soccer games. They would get me pumped up. Oh man! And I also love that their bassist just played with the bass tune solo that the the strings were dangling on the on the, on the ground. <laughs> the way it sounded, damn, dude. Would, I mean, they would be fun to see. Live. I agree. I, I, I agree. Can say that. Even though they're all old men, which you know most of these bands will be. Deftones, be though. Cool. That ah. Deftones. That gets me. That's a killer band, and, we'll, and we'll most of their sound you you hear not on their singles, their hits, or things it's like you, that's just such a broad sound, I guess. Not broad, but it's like it's more than you would hear. What am I, what am I dumbass trying to say here? It's not it, just it's limited CD. to their their hits. Like their, their you would music put the CD great. in the player and listen yeah. to the entire CD. Uh, uh, I'm all about Deftones, and we'll probably let's come back in a little bit and discuss our, our our top five. This one doesn't make sense. Incubus. Really? They don't seem like a... They were around that era of the the, yeah, the rest of the headliners. It's a little more lighter, I guess. A little lighter. They could go hard. And also, they were sort of, you know, in that... They came up in that sort of mid-post grunge range, maybe, like the rest of the band. So it's like, I feel like they completely fit. Hoobastank, um, the Little Brothers, on the list as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, they fit. I mean, I feel like... Ugh, Seven Dust. My God, man. Uh, Flyleaf. Dude, Flyleaf Fly will be tight. Papa Roach is garbage. I hate Papa Roach. Oh, cut but, my life. But into Seven Dust? Pieces. Dude, yes. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in decades, yeah. and I can still, uh, Some still of it, sing it is, all. A lot of this is what I call radio metal, and which is sure. why I'm surprised bands like... Evanescence, obviously, yeah, huge yeah, radio yeah. hits. Uh, uh, Slipknot's not on here, though, which is crazy, but... Turnstile, who we've been playing a lot, opening Dude. for Blink-182 on their yeah. tour. That kicks ass. Uh, another one of my bands that I don't consider butt rock or new metal. I don't know what you would call them, but uh, Chevelle, Dude. that both of those bands we just played sound exactly like all the other ones you hate, so <laughs> hey. Chevelle's different, though. I think there's a little more to sure. the lyrics than I, some okay. other stuff. I think you could argue that for sure, yeah. Uh, you already mentioned Flyleaf. I'm all for that. Death Grips. Uh, placebo, Dude. also a weird Oh my god, fit. yeah. And right below Placebo on this is 100 Gex, who's yeah. like the uh, psychedelic, trippy, dance party, almost electronic kind of rap rock group that was at uh, Float Fest. Emily said they kicked ass. Look, they put nice. on a hell of a nice, show. Nice. But weird to be next to Ministry and Skinny Puppy. <laughs> Cold Chamber's in there, baby. Yeah, dude, Cold that, Chamber was the Corn Light. That's crazy. Well, actually, yeah. they sounded harder than Corn at a, at a, a lot bit, of moments. Yeah. Uh, Alien Ant Farm, dude. <laughs> why not, man? Also, great oh, music no videos. I just saw them. Uh, skinny diggity puppy, diggity we, we already said that. I do believe. Oh yeah, dude. Just cold. I only remember this song by Cold, but I loved cold. it. And then there's like some some duetting here. Yeah, is that what they call it? Very angsty. 
Dynasty, all this. Harmonizing is what you it, call it. Harmonizing, yeah. Uh, but I could have swore there, eh, whatever. Look, uh, man, some of these are, look, you like what you like, okay? You like uh, what you like. Orgy is coming. Or- <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, dude, they did that cover of Blue Monday that was this all over the radio. Insane. Some other good stuff. This is insane, man. P.O.D., the Christian rap rock band. <laughs> you know in the South Town, where you know that kids don't play. I didn't pull that one up. And they it's came out to the hot spot uh, this past year, I think they did. <laughs> dude, Lit and uh, Hoobastank are at the hot spot tonight. Whoa, also bands from around this era. That's insane. Uh, Melvin's. That's that's interesting. Stabbing <laughs> uh, westward. Whoa. Body count. Still. Uh, dude, we're just reading names. People don't care, do they? <laughs> but you know who body count is? Yeah. Yes, dude. That's, that's Ice T. Yeah, baby. Death so, Grips are there, too. <laughs> hey. Man, uh, let's come back and let's discuss if we had to pick a top five. Oof. Uh, who would, dude, Stabbing Westward. They had some radio hits, too. Um, yeah. Let's come back. Let's pick our top Kitty? five. Whoa, dude. If you're going to the Sick New World Festival, who are you going to see? Who are you going to make a point to go to? Uh, of course, we'll open the discussion at 101X. If you want to talk, and you can find the full lineup at 101X.com. Picking our top five for the sick New World Festival sick. in Las Vegas. So sick. I believe it's the answer to the emo palooza um, and whatnot. Man, a lot of good bands. A lot of really, really bad ones, but still looks hey, like man. fun. And I bet you we're going to do a 101X excursion. That Dude. just seems likely. Uh, details on the lineup, 101X.com. Spencer and I picked uh, our five favorite must-sees and then a few others. I'm going to start with the top of the lineup. Uh, if I'm going to this, I have to see System of a Down. Same. I think that is a hell of a show, and I think it's just going to be nostalgic, memorable, yeah. and I just, I've never those seen dudes them. can perform. So Yeah, absolutely. Definitely want to see them. What about you? Uh, I'm the same. I want to see Deftones, though, as well. I mean, I feel like we're just... I want to see most of these headliners, the the, the thing. Yeah. So Deftones is definitely on my top. Same. Added Deftones as well. Uh, I want corn. Uh, <laughs> give me some of that corn, baby. And uh, Incubus, I'd check them out, too, just for fun, you know. Turnstile is the newest band I chose, but I put some others down because I figured we'd have some crossover, if you don't mind. We do. Uh, definitely uh, System of a Down and Deftones are the two headliners I circled. Yeah, what do you uh, think? What else? Turnstile. As well. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make it a point to see Chevelle. I like Chevelle. Cool. They I kick gonna, ass. Um, I they were check them out, too. One of the first bands I watched doing college radio when helping a real radio station set up posters in a <laughs> very small bar back in the day. And then uh, Health, man. I saw them at uh, Not oh, Fun Fun yeah. Fun Fest. It was um, Sound on Sound. And, dude, they just, they're industrial. They, they're electronic. They just rock. And I would be all about that. They're, they're very, I think they've worked with Nine Inch Nails before. Makes sense. It just, let me get. There, it, yeah. And they're live, and it's just like very, it, it sucks you in, and you just get trapped watching them. Ooh. So uh, I saw them during the daylight. I couldn't imagine as it's getting dark. Yeah. Dude. All about this. I'm into that. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that that's that's my five: System of Down, Deftones, Turnstile, Chevelle, and Health. If I have to pick. So yeah, my others that aren't like the uh, the headliners. I want to see Mr. Bungle, man. I'm hoping Mike Patton's going to be out there. That was a crazy, weird ass band. Ministry. I feel like I got to go check out. You know what I mean? I One think so, yeah. Ministry, <laughs> I, I put a slash next to Ministry. Mm, these are my honorable mentions, essentially. Uh, I'd stop by Cold Chamber and Seven Dust as well, but I also kind of want to see uh, Alien Ant Farm. Why not? <laughs> do a little bit of music. 
My uh, kind of, I mean, I don't even know if I'd call this runners up, but if I'm there, I'll go, I'll, yeah. I'll bounce around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, eh, someone's not competing. I like that we're immediately breaking the rules of our list. I know. <laughs> five, uh, I, I can't just pick five, man. I'd go see Corn. I'd uh, go see the Melvins, Placebo, uh, maybe placebo, Orgy. Crap, I forgot them. Like, there's, again, there's, there's so much. too many on the list that I couldn't. <sighs> so many. And then uh, I would also make it a point to go see Papa Roach just so I can prove what I already know is that they're a garbage, trash ass, wow. ass, 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 trash now, band. Now, watch you go to that show and like something moves you. I want that to happen. I want them to, to get under your skin and to get inside of your head and to move you. I would have loved that. Crawling in my skin, that's Linkin Park, dude. That is uh, okay. Damn, they're not a on little this higher list. level. Well, gee, I wonder why. Uh, there you go, man. Sick New World Fest. Uh, you can see the full lineup, 101x.com. And will we be attending, Spencer, you and I doing a live broadcast from there? Whoa. No, Whoa. probably not. If I go to Las Vegas, I, I don't go to see concerts. I go to gamble that's and right. party. Did you know? What? <clears throat> Damn it, my voice is sounding like yours, Matt. All Let's try that again. Uh-oh. It's all that hugging and kissing we've been doing, CJ. Too much kissing. Did you know? Whoa. <clears throat> I still can't do it. Fact-finding segment <clears throat> on the show. Point being, we're grumbly, we're tumbly, and now we're going to shut up and let you learn. Okay. Wait, it's radio. I guess we need to talk. Uh, to, yeah. Did you know? United States presidents receive a pension of $200,019 per year. They make less than you and I, Matt. That's what? Yeah, idiots. Yeah, uh, dummy. Uh, I feel like our city council paid positions are more than that. And again, it's not supposed to be about the money you make as president, because right. we all know you make the money afterwards Plus, writing books, speaking, and, yeah. and being and, a lobbyist. And you got like free rent and board, you know what I mean? Like You're just living in the uh, White House the whole Secret time. Secret service the rest of your life as well. Did you know that? Did you know Lady Bird yes. Johnson, who used to be in this building, always had Secret Service with her? I wouldn't want that. No, because where do you where do you go to have you your don't want seat? girlfriend's house? Where, where do you, you go to seek? Sorry, you don't want guaranteed friends for life. I love that. Well, but I want to go Secret Service myself at some point. And if they're watching, that's mm-hmm. not fun. I let them watch. Did you know? Uh, Congress almost passed a bill in 1910 to import hippos because uh, they wanted to have them in Louisiana and raise them for meat. They called it Lake Cow Bacon. Unfortunately, the bill failed. Well, wow, I guess fortunately oops. because hippos are very dangerous animals and also not really edible because they eat all that mud They're not sludge. edible? I don't think the hippos are really that edible. I think it's oh, mainly like... There goes my food truck idea. <laughs> <laughs> hippos for fat guys. Uh, did you know a Samoan man is 50 times more likely to play in the NFL than the average American man? Huh. Okay. Really? Cool. Yeah. Oh, because oh. of actual numbers. Yes, because they're just they're strong and tall and big and mean. We've all seen Moana. Did you know there are only two northern white rhinos in the world? Uh, they're protected 24 hours a day by armed guards in Kenya. Uh, as Ooh, a matter of fact, service. Uh, secret service mm-hmm. for rhinos, mm-hmm. uh, the different kind of rhino. Like we have secret service that protects rhinos here. This being the actual animal. And uh, there's there are like massive national reserves in Kenya. And if you're if you are caught poaching, these guards will kill you. Like you, if you go try to hunt, doing a safari, do some poaching, get some tusks. Uh, it's legal to kill you. Did you know that? I, cool. I kind of half-assed that, but I think that's true. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh. Did you say, did you know before that? Because if you didn't, we're I safe. I didn't. I think okay, it's good. legal that I'm okay. okay. Okay, good, good. Did you know Maine uh, was almost a Canadian province? 
and they wanted to call it New Ireland. Ooh, that's How, right. However, they wanted to raise hippos there. True story. <laughs> yeah, because you can crawl inside their fat, and they'll keep you warm for the winter. Oh. Also, tastier in lobsters. Uh, uh, did you might know that uh, lobsters were used to be considered just like uh, disgusting cockroaches of the sea, and then they were turned into a delicious delicacy. Not even they're good. You know why lobsters good? Butter. Butter. Yeah. It's a delivery device for butter. It is. That's it. Do I'm like fine it, with that. 101X Alternative Austin. Now with CJ Morgan. Ooh, technological advances with benefits. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Matt Bearden, he's here to let us know. Uh, quite a few technological uh, future seers. And that's the dumb way of saying I don't know what the, exactly what these people's jobs are. But they say, hey, look, we're kind of in a weird tech bubble and we may need to rethink how we see things because technologically speaking, yes, we are producing tons and tons of stuff, but we're having a lot of diminishing benefits mm. with those technological advances. Not we exporting have, as much either because there's a lot more competition from overseas when it comes to these sort of things. Well, even let me... The calculator made it where we could make calculations much faster. Then the computer made it where we could make calculations much larger, much faster. Uh, that led to things like uh, the internet, where we put, oh, I don't know, all of humanity mm. into an area where we Ugh. could search it. Ugh. And then we made a phone that put all of humanity in the in palm our of our hands. We were making these huge advances that are benefiting humanity. Now we're making advances like... Uh, <coughs> shoes that help you walk faster mm. with wheels. Um, hey, man, don't knock Heelys. Uh, Those are the best. Uh, that's how you look cool at the mall. You know, they have this <laughs> thing called Moore's Law, which is about diminishing returns uh, for microchips. Yeah. And they're saying we kind of need to look at the same thing about the future. They said, okay, we're going to have these delivery drones. And they found out, well, that's more complicated than we thought. We don't know really how to make it work. And we're not really sure what that's going to be. There's this virtual reality that everyone's talking about. But <laughs> so far, what have you seen from the metaverse that makes you feel like they are really changing the world? Yuck. Yeah. It, Nothing. It looks like my 2008 Nintendo Wii. Great job. Yeah. Wii's more fun and doesn't make you nauseous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, satellite internet was supposed to revolutionize the internet and help mm. people who could not get internet suddenly have access DSL. to it. DSL. Right. But these services. I found a lot of DSL on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. These services provide a value, right? Uh, slowly. But they say there's questions about their progress. It's, is it sufficient enough to enable them to obtain the current number of global subscribers for cellular phone services or even the 12 million that cellular had obtained by 1990? They aren't getting lots of artificial intelligence. Uh, it's supposed to do a lot for us, but now it's running into a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, so what what, I guess what I'm saying is, there is an idea that maybe we had this huge renaissance, a 50, 60-year period where technology just absolutely took off and was booming. And we've run out of really creative ways to make that technology help us do things in real ways. Now we're just kind of looking for something because it's like, well, I need to have a startup too. 
Maybe I should create yeah. something, a product. It's like, yeah, so, but yeah. look, we didn't need clear Pepsi back in the 90s when they made clear Pepsi, you right? You don't know that. Hey, but it brought Van Halen back into the forefront. <laughs> well, okay. Van Hagar, let's right. be real. But you get my point, is that there's sometimes we're doing things just for the sake of doing it doesn't necessarily mean it's helping yeah, anybody. True. No true. one wants Age of Empires on the Xbox. No. At all. Bring so, It should be on my phone or PlayStation, right? Mm, I you mean, guys with me? And if you're going to make artificial intelligence, make me see <laughs> Grand Theft Auto everywhere I go. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I'll call this one weird. It's our election day wrap-up count. Oh. Just kidding. I haven't looked at anything. Oh, I'm not God. checking I'm not, anything. I'm not checking. Don't care. I'm well, never I do, checking. do care, but it's, it's become... Uh, it's become sports, win, lose, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm avoiding the stress of that, and we'll just find out when I get weird texts from people. In fact, I'm going home, and I'm going to have a nice dinner. Yeah, what you making, man? I'm going out to eat. <gasps> what you eating? Going to get out of the house. Okay. Food. Where are you going? You going to one of those places we mentioned earlier where they're celebrating no. politics? All right, good. Not going to go to a uh, watch party, but it is, it is funny that... Uh, um, the stressful part is after winning, there's going to be the bragging and the this, this, and that, red wave, blue wave. Then there's also going to be like the sore losers. They're like, well, you cheated. I'm actually, but I'm just glad. If people didn't vote third party. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just going to be annoying for a while, but hopefully it'll get better. Whoever yeah. gets elected, do crap. Yeah, please. Do what you said you're going to do. Please help Fix us. Fix things. Please help us. And now, the good thing, also, no more emails, no more texts, I hope, and no more political ads. Um, they are stressful. I'm not going to identify either party, but they, they're both very different. Like, both one is, here's here's my script for one political ad, several that I've heard and seen. It, it's, it's basically like this. <clears throat> Your grandmother's going to die. Liberals took her guns and sent illegal aliens across the border with fentanyl to abort babies and also give hormone blockers to your children. Don't let grandma die. And then the others are kind of like, oh, geez, uh, hey, we should, I guess, like, maybe have some money for schools and and kids should be safe, so, like, maybe... (laughs) I don't know, maybe if you want to vote for me, that's okay, but if not, I guess so also. And, like, some people, they they think things are, like, super great, and we should kind of fix that, I guess. I don't know, man. Just, like, vote, please. Even if you don't vote for me, I guess just voting's nice, okay? Yeah. Uh, Oh, man. It's very, very bizarre and frustrating. I'm just glad not to hear him anymore. We're screwed. At all. I guess so. Again, it's become a sporting competition. It is rooting for the Dallas Cowboys or getting angry at the Dallas Cowboys. That's That's what frustrates me, too. It's like I am a poor sport, but I'm a fan of my teams and I stick with my teams. But when they're playing like ass, I call them on it. Yeah. Hey, why aren't you running the ball more? That's your success. That's what you said you were going to do in the season. That's right. Was focus on running the ball and doing a prevent defense on long plays when the run, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't just be like, everything's great. Our team did it right. It's the others that cheated. Like, no, call your team out. So no matter who you voted for, make sure that they're doing the damn job that we get some sort of improvement or change for the better, no matter who wins. Hold their asses to the fire. Don't stop giving these people money if they're really not doing anything different. Thank you, CJ. Yes. Amen. Now that's it. Hallelujah. Enough of this. Tomorrow, 
a fun show. Yay! Right? I hope so, man. Are we still going to be here tomorrow? Uh, Not if I win the Powerball. (laughs) It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM Pewter Austin. 101X.